Shalom in Yeshua. This is Rabine Deborah Brandt. Again, we're continuing on day 32 of our 10 days of awe just prior to Yom Kippur. Psalm 51 says, Create in me a clean heart, O Adonai, and renew a right spirit within me. The goal of al is to get to the root of the problem, to become more like Yeshua, and to become conformed to His image, and Torah is a process. It does not happen overnight. The key is never to give up, because He does not give up on us. We are all under construction and a work in progress, and this is the time to do spiritual house cleaning. We are now in the ten days of awe, a time to measure our spiritual growth and make amends where needed prior to Yom Kippur. My spiritual annual renew, days of awe, three, regarding finances. Malachi 3, 8-11 Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, Wherewith have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open with you the windows of heaven, and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. In the past year have we been obedient and faithful with our tithes and offerings. In what area do we need to improve our giving? Have we been a good steward of what God has given us? And are we a cheerful giver? Psalm Elchet 32 For the sin we have sinned before you in judgment. How many times do we make rash judgments of others before we have all the facts. There is an old Native American saying, Before you judge your brother, you must walk a mile in his moccasins. Matthew 7, 2-5 For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged, and with what measure you mete out, it will be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thy own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother's eye. Did you ever notice that when you judge someone incorrectly, you find yourself in the same situation? In other words, you find yourself dealing with the sin that you judge them for. How quickly do we judge our pastors, rabbis, and leaders? Walk a mile in their shoes and you may see things differently. Myself and my husband have been leaders of a congregation for 15 years now. And I can't tell you how many times we've been hurt, misjudged, wounded by people who one day, who would come in and say, Oh, I love you. This is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll never leave here. But the minute we do something they don't agree with, they walk out the door. How quickly we judge leadership when we have never walked a mile in their own shoes. You have no idea what is 
a leader has to deal with and he has to endure the spiritual warfare number one the spiritual warfare is great the um, frustration of trying to fulfill what the assignment God has given you to do and not having the help to do it um, the burden of having to deal with um, helping people again all our people we love like family in our congregation and when they leave without saying a word without telling us why they're leaving or trying to make things right it hurts deeply and daily we have to walk in forgiveness not allow our hearts to become hardened um, and to uh, avoid again the temptation of not wanting to get close to people because of the hurt and the pain that goes with it there's much joy as well but there's also a lot of judgment you know people you know will say why don't you have this you know why don't you have that you know we want this ministry we want that ministry but nobody's willing to use their gifts to make sure that that ministry goes forth they want the leadership to do it all that's how pastors and rabbis get burnt out again we're all called in the body and you know I I love this job I love teaching I love doing what God has called me to do but it's also a very hard position to be in that you really need to be called uh, again we've been a congregation 15 years we're not supported by any large ministry um, our, our congregation is not huge, but you know we believe God every day for the finances to do what He has called us to do, and God has been faithful, and He has also always provided. But again, people don't realize, you know, that we don't have the luxury of just walking away. Because number one, I would never do that because God called us to do this, and we will stay here, and we will be faithful until He returns. But people think nothing about turning around and walking out and leaving the, the, the leadership, you know, holding the bag, so to speak, you know. So we need to be careful. We need to think twice before we judge leadership and know the whole story. Because a lot of times the judgment is out of selfishness. We've been misjudged so many times I couldn't even tell you. You know and hurt so many times but then on the flip side there's also been a lot of joy and rewards as we see people grow in Messiah as we see people walking in the gifts that God has given them we're very much a teaching and training uh, congregation but this is something we need to think about um, in our walk with Messiah numbers 12 1 to 7 Marion and Aaron began criticizing Moshe on account of the Ethiopian woman he had married, for he had in fact married an Ethiopian woman. They said, Is it true that Adonai has spoken only with Moshe? Hasn't he spoken with us too? Adonai heard them. Now this man Moshe was very humble, more so than anyone on earth. Suddenly Adonai told Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam, Come out, you three, to the tent of meeting. The three of them went out. Adonai came down in a column of cloud and stood at the entrance to the tent. He summoned Aaron and Miriam, and they both went forward. He said, Listen to what I say. 
When there is a prophet among you, I, Adonai, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. But isn't that way with my servant Moshe? He is the only one who is faithful in my entire household. With him I speak face to face, clearly, not in riddles. He sees the image of Adonai, so why weren't you afraid to criticize my servant Moshe? When we walk in God's love, we should be ever ready to believe the best of others. Aaron and Miriam found out that to judge one of God's leaders incorrectly was a dangerous place to be. Numbers 12, 10-16 But when the cloud was removed from above the tent, Miriam had Zaharat as white as snow. Aaron looked at Miriam, and she was as white as snow. Aaron said to Moshe, Oh, my Lord, please don't punish us for this sin we have committed so foolishly. Please don't let her be like a stillborn baby with a body half eaten away when it comes out of its mother's womb. Moshe cried to Adonai, Oh God, I beg you, please heal her. Adonai answered Moshe, If her father had merely spit in her face, wouldn't she hide herself in shame for seven days? So let her be shut out of the camp for seven days. After that, she can be brought back in. Miriam was shut out of the camp seven days, and the people did not travel until she was brought back in. Afterwards, the people went out to Hetzerot and camped in Paran Desert. So what makes us judge others? Most of the time is because we see in them our own faults, and it's easier to judge someone else instead of ourselves. How often do we misjudge God? Do we test God as our forefathers did in the wilderness by accusing God of being unfair? Numbers 11.1 1, But the people began complaining about their hardships to Adonai. When Adonai heard it, his anger flared up so that the fire from Adonai broke out against them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. Verse 4, Next the mixed crowd that was with them grew greedy for an easier life, while the people of Israel for their part also renewed their weeping and said, If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we used to eat in Egypt. It cost us nothing, and the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. Here they are accusing God of causing them this hardship, when in reality he was trying to teach them to trust him for all things. Do we allow God to have his way in our lives, even when at times we think he has forgotten us, when in reality he is teaching us how to walk by faith in his provision? Do we hear one side of the story and make judgment by what one person says rather than getting both sides of the story first? When people are hurt and angry at someone, they will always want others to believe that they were right and the other person was wrong. Did we ever walk out in conversation and make a judgment regarding what we heard even though we did not hear the whole conversation or knew what was going on? Alhet 33 For the mistakes we committed before you in judgment, the Torah tells us it is a mitzvah to be dan lechaf zekos to judge people favorably. Ask yourself, am I in a habit of judging people favorably? Do I wait to make any determination to, until I have all the information? Do I sometimes judge God unfairly? To watch what you say. Father, we ask you to give us circumcised lips. Father, let us not speak forth words, Father. Um, that the enemy puts in our mouth. 
speaking out words of thoughts from the enemy, at falsely accusing those that you have placed in leadership. Father, let us walk a mile in their shoes and understand what they are going through. Father, circumcise our lips. Help us to speak only truth and not to commit Lashan Hurrah, evil speaking against others. We are all guilty of this, Father. Father, help us to weigh our words because we don't want those words to come back unto us in judgment. Father, today we make a commitment to you in the name of Yeshua, and we turn from speaking idle words and favor foolishly talking things that are contrary to our true desire to ourselves and towards others. Your word says that the tongue defiles and that the tongue sets on fire the course of nature, and that the tongue is set on fire of hell. In the name of Yeshua, we submit to godly wisdom that we might learn to control our tongue. We are determined that hell will not set our tongue on fire. We renounce, reject, and repent of every word that ever proceeded out of our mouth against you, God, and your operation. And we cancel its power and dedicate our mouth to speak excellent and right things. Our mouth shall utter truth. You know, during this season of repenting, again, repentance and forgiveness is such a great gift from Adonai. You know, you when Yeshua was asked, well, how often should we uh, forgive our brother who sins against us? And he said, seven times 70. And that was daily. And yes, at times your flesh doesn't want to do this. But you know what? Our father is a righteous judge. He, he knows the whole situation. And if we are innocent, he will vindicate us. Bitterness and unforgiveness only hurts you and stops the blessings. And this is a time... Time is short. We don't have the time to be playing games. We don't have the time to be making excuses. We need to go forth. We need to speak forth His word boldly. We need to go forth and make disciples for the kingdom. We need to be faithful in our finances. We need to trust Him that as we support His kingdom and His work, that He knows what our needs are and he will be sure our needs are covered and taken care of father we just thank you for your blessings we thank you for your forgiveness and your mercy and your love father release within us by the words of our mouth and by the word of god we speak your words out of our mouth they are alive in us. You are alive and working in us. So we can boldly say that our words are words of faith, words of power, words of love, and words of life. And they produce good things in our lives and in the lives of others because we choose your words for our lips and your will for our life. In Yeshua's name, amen. <laughs>